I talk about and comment on the most dangerous man in the world. And no, it's not Putin. Also, 10 common misconceptions most people think are true. And finally, the bus driver who saves the day for a little boy. Ready, set, go. This is A World Gone Mad. Hello, I'm Jeff Allen Wolf, and you're listening to A World Gone Mad, Season 1, Episode 5. Let's talk about the most dangerous man in the world. And no, it's not Vladimir Putin. Donald Boy, Donald Trump, the con artist, snake oil salesman. I can't do justice to all his garbage he has done in a 7-10 to minute commentary. However, I will do my best. Let's start with an overview. Let's revisit the past. This was heard, if you remember, many years ago on audio recordings. It's okay to grab women's genitals and do whatever you want to them when you're a celebrity. Donald stating that he treats women poorly and disrespects women. Oh, it's just frat boy stuff. It's, you know, locker room talk. And those comments by Donald were dismissed outright by his supporters. Then there's the fact that he doesn't pay anybody who works for him. He's a thief. He's a con man. He reneged on his promises. He uses people and he gets away with everything that he does. Because everyone either closes their eyes or makes excuses for what he does and says. I have friends and family. And people I talk with who say, Donald did a lot of great things for this country. Really? I try to be respectful when I talk with them, but I'm absolutely stunned by some of the comments they make. He's one of the best presidents we ever had. What the hell are you guys smoking or drinking? Seriously, no joke. And I say this to his supporters. This... Is your choice for president again? Remember he once said, I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any votes, okay? Donald's proving that to be true. Look at some of the snippets that happened during Donald's reign as king. In no particular order, how many people worked for Donald and either left office or they were dismissed outright during his administration? Hundreds? Definitely more than that. An administration in chaos. Here's another oldie but goldie. Ripping children out of the hands of immigrants at the border. Never to be reunited with their families again. Did any of you forget this? Those of you who supported Donald? There are dozens of other things we could revisit that Donnie Boy did. Lots of them illegally. And the rest? Morally wrong. And Trump's former generals, from James Mattis to Joseph Fotel, sounded an unprecedented warning three years ago. And Donald praised these same generals before this happened. And then, after their warning, Donald attacked and destroyed these generals verbally. He said, Mattis is the most overrated general of all time. Yep, Donald, if you don't like what anyone says, vilify them and question their credibility Verbally. And then there's Michael Flynn, General Michael Flynn, embarrassing that he 
was a general. Flynn spent a brief stint as Trump's national security advisor before being forced to resign after he failed to disclose the depth and breadth of his contacts with Russian officials during the transition. Later that year, Flynn admitted they had lied to the FBI about his contact with Russia and had also done work for Turkey as an unauthorized lobbyist. In early 2020, Flynn and his legal team sought to have his conviction overturned. No matter, that effort was rendered moot when Donnie Boy pardoned him in November 2020. And make no mistake, Flynn will be back in Donald's new administration. This is not someone with this type of mindset you want in charge in our government. How about the other clown ball slime buckets as well? They will be reinstated in Donald's next administration, such as Steve Bannon, Roger Stone, Paul Manafort. Remember these idiots and losers? A couple of my listeners wrote to me and asked in the following terms collectively, it's laughable that Democrats are so scared about Donald Trump. And my answer to that comment not to speak for all the Democrats out there, but to give you an idea and a focus on their comment. The reason why Democrats fear Donald Trump? Because he's dangerous. Why is Donald Trump dangerous? Do I need to spell this out? Let's focus on the latest ridiculous, off-the-wall, lunatic comment that Donald recently made. A few weeks ago, at a rally in South Carolina, Donald Trump said that when he was president, he told the leader of a large NATO country that if the country was delinquent in its payments to NATO and Russia attacked it, I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage whoever attacked you to do whatever the hell they want. Those comments drew condemnation from the White House, European leaders, the NATO chief, and some Republicans, unfortunately only some Republicans. Yet, Donald's supporters grew stronger and loved what he said. The best case scenario on this statement that Donald spewed? This is completely irresponsible. A former president? Potentially the next president of this country saying crap like that? Are you kidding me? The worst case scenario, telling other countries they must pay more money or I'm not going to help you. I encourage Putin to go ahead. He could go and torture and kill your people, level your country, rape your women, take your resources, destroy your way of life. That's disrespectful to put it mildly. But most of all, that's downright crazy. And frankly, that's extortion, people. And frankly, that's dangerous. The aftermath of that comment from Donald, all the countries in Europe recently got together and are concerned deeply about Donald and his comments. But as they see if he's in charge again, they have no chance against any attacks from Russia or from anyone else. Donald has pushed these countries into a corner and they're gathering together to defend themselves without Donald's help. Everything that went before under Donald and currently with his recent statements, that makes Donald the most dangerous man in the world. Why are 23, at least last count, or more Republicans 
in high places, seated on top-notch committees, either resigning or saying they won't run for re-election again because they're fed up. The Republican Party as they know it is gone. There's no governing anymore, just chaos with the fringe lunatics that are controlling the agenda. So why do people still support Donald? After all he's done? After everything he showed about his character, or rather lack of character, lack of morals, lack of caring about anything to do with this country or the people who live here. This says more about the people who support him than Donald. Are these people racists? Are these people womanizers? Do they disrespect women? Do they enjoy chaos? Do they care one ounce about this country or the fellow human beings that live here? If you're a Donald supporter, look in the mirror. This is what you're saying to everyone around you, your friends and family. I don't give a crap about this country. Not, let's make America great again. You're not saying that you hate the Democrats. You're saying that you love this man more. You idolize him. And he could do no wrong. And that makes you part of the most dangerous people in the world who are supporting the most dangerous man in the world. Don't vote for Biden. Don't vote for Democrats. Hate everything the Democrats stand for. That's fine. But don't. Choose as your leader someone you follow blindly, a man who's bereft of any moral compass, his lack of any care whatsoever for anyone or anything but himself. Donald craves power and money. He needs to be idolized continually by every single person on this planet. He needs that to exist or he can't function. He can't breathe. Republicans to support him. Please pick Nikki. I don't know nothing about any civil war and racism in this country, Haley, or Ron, mini me wannabe DeSantis. If one of those two win, I won't like it. I don't like their politics. I won't be happy for four years that those two are president. But it's better than the alternative. Supporters need to stop bowing with adulation for a disgusting piece of trash such as Donald. If I were a Republican, I would vote for anybody but Donald. I have some sense, intelligence, and some morals and responsibility to know better and pick somebody but Donald. You need to support someone else because Putin, Kim Jong-un, and China's Xi Jinping are excited and absolutely giddy with the thought that Donald will be in power again. There are only two things that can stop Donald now. First, the courts and the coming trials against him. Bankrupt him. And or lock him up. Put away any of his family and friends that are found guilty. If that doesn't happen, then the people supporting him Pick any other Republican, it doesn't matter. But do not blindly follow an unhinged, unfocused, and undisciplined man, and I use the term man loosely. Do not follow someone who is bent on revenge, chaos, and the goal of destroying this country and pulling on every single thread to unravel the fabric of not only the United States, but the world as well. Democracy is is on the line, people. 
and I'm not being overly dramatic saying that. Oh, Jeff, your comment you just made is silly. It's ridiculous. No, you know what's silly and ridiculous? Is that the supporters of Donald Trump continue to support him no matter what. That's ridiculous and frankly scary. This is an epic fight for democracy. The clock is ticking. Trump's supporters need to stop supporting and following him and giving money to Donald Trump. Stop paying his legal bills. Donald Trump, he is a clear and present danger. He is the most dangerous man in the world. I need to step outside, get some fresh air. And the madness continues. I'll be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast, Season 1, Episode 5. Send us your comments, your suggestions, what you like, what you didn't like. Two ways you can do that are email aworldgonemadpodcast at gmail.com or our toll-free 24 hours a day, 7 days a week voicemail, 833-399-9653. And please don't forget, if you're listening to our podcast on an app, please hit subscribe. That way you'll be notified when our new episode goes up online. We need to hear from you. That helps us improve our episodes. Thank you so much. Now back to the show. And I'm back. And I'd like to take a moment explaining a little bit about this segment, if you're new to it. Each week I try to find a bizarre, weird, or unusual or slightly offbeat story to share with you. Something that may make you go, what? Or seriously? Or wow? Or that's odd? If it makes you think a little bit, then this segment has accomplished its purpose. This week's story... 10 Common Misconceptions Most People Think Are True Old wives' tales and received wisdom often take on lives of their own before anyone can find out if they are true. This certainly seems to be true of the following 10 odd misconceptions. Let's find out how many of you out there believed some of the following were true. Join me as we test ourselves. Number 1. Fortune cookies are not Chinese. Despite them being handed out in many Western-based Chinese restaurants at the end of a meal these days, the fortune cookie is not from China. Rather, it was brought to the U.S. by the Japanese. They are rarely found in China and are often seen as a symbol of American cuisine. So the next time you go to a Chinese restaurant and they don't have fortune cookies, don't blame it on them. They no better. Number two, the Buddha was not fat. The popular image of the fat laughing Buddha with a big friendly belly is completely inaccurate. This is actually a 10th century folk hero in Chinese lore called Budai, and the two have been confused over time. In fact, Buddha was an ascetic who prayed under a lotus tree eating almost nothing to achieve enlightenment. You're not going to gain weight and become fat by eating nothing. Number three. Twinkle, Twinkle Little Star was not composed by Mozart. 
It has been widely whispered that the classic children's song was composed by the Austrian musician when he was five years old. Actually, it originated from a French folk song, which Mozart composed variations of when he was 25 and 26 years old. Number four, golf does not stand for a misogynist slogan. There is a widespread misconception that golf stands for gentlemen only, ladies forbidden. However, there's no evidence for this, and golf as a word existed in the Middle Scots period as a standalone word. You know, for the longest time when I was a kid, I actually thought the game was called, oh crap, or damn it. I mean, let's face it, that's what you hear from golfers swinging at the ball in frustration while they're on the course. Number five, Vikings did not wear horns on their helmets. An iconic image for identifying the invaders, there is no historical evidence that it is accurate. In fact, the horns on helmets for Vikings came from an opera scene by Richard Wagner of the Ring de Nibelungen, the Ring of the Nibelung. This myth was further perpetuated from the Hagger the Horrible cartoon strip. Number six, the Great Wall of China is not the only human-made object visible from space. None of the Apollo astronauts reported seeing any specific human-made object from the moon, even Earth-orbiting astronauts, can barely see it. City lights, however, are easily visible on the night side of the Earth from orbit. There is only one other human-made object visible from space. Donald Trump's ego. I was just dying to say that. Number seven. Napoleon was not short. The little corporal's height was recorded in French feet, five feet, two inches tall, which is five feet, seven inches in English measurements. This was, in fact, slightly taller than the average Frenchman at the time. Hey, Napoleon was still taller than Spud Webb, the player from the NBA long ago. Look it up. Number eight. John F. Kennedy did not identify himself as a donut. Legend has it that because the U.S. president used the indefinite article Ein in his famous announcement to Germany, Ich bin ein Berliner, he actually said that he was a donut. No, that's not true. His sentence was the standard way for a German to identify themselves as someone from Berlin, as was intended. Now, if Kennedy was a donut, he would have been an Irish cream-filled donut. I'm just stating the obvious. Number nine. Three kings did not visit the baby Jesus. One of the most retold stories of all time, this account is not exactly found in the Bible. Instead, it says that kings might visit the baby, and elsewhere, three gifts are described, leading painters to draw three kings with presents. But the exact number of kings and the belief that their names were Balthazar, Melchior, and Caspar is nowhere in the Bible. Try saying those names several times fast. And finally, number 10's misconception. When earthworms are cut in half, two baby earthworms are not born. Only the front half may survive, the back end dies. Very few kinds of worms are able to do this. However, if you cut a Danish in half, 
someone from your family will steal it and eat it before you get to. And that's our offbeat story for this segment. So, how did you do? Did you know some of these? I didn't. Did you believe some of these? Let me know. Send me an email. Tell me what you thought. I'll be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast. If you came across an unusual story, please send it our way. Or send us your comments, suggestions, what you liked, what you didn't like. Two ways you can do that are email, a world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. Or our toll-free 24 hours a day, 7 days a week voicemail, 833-399-9653. And please, don't forget if you're listening to our podcast on an app, please hit subscribe. That way you'll be notified when our new episode goes up online. We would love to hear from you. That helps us improve our episodes. Thank you so much. Now, back to the show. I want to take a moment to clarify exactly what this segment is about. Each week I like to share a story that I come across that's either inspiring and or uplifting. I like to leave you, the listening audience, at the end of each show with something happy, especially with all the madness that is going on in our world today. If this puts a smile on your face, then this segment has served its purpose. This week, I want to share a story reported by Rachel Paula Abramson. This is the story about the bus driver who saves the day for a little boy. A boy was in tears because he didn't have PJs for a pajamas day at his school. His bus driver came to the rescue. School bus driver Larry Farris Jr. is known in his community for going above and beyond. Now he's touching the hearts of strangers after an act of kindness went viral. Farris Jr., who drives buses in Louisville, Kentucky, recently noticed a little boy named Levi was having a rough morning. Uh, Normally, when I pull up, he's standing there waiting for me with a big smile. But on this day, he was sitting on the ground with a jacket over his head. Farris Jr. 35 tells Today.com. I asked him, uh, hey, buddy, uh, what's going on? What's wrong? That's when Levi, a first grader at Englehart Elementary School, explained through tears that he didn't have pajamas for pajama day. Farris Jr. closed the doors, watched as Levi slid into a seat, away from his friends. Farris Jr. says knowing that Levi wanted to participate but couldn't filled him with sadness. I thought, I gotta fix this, Farris Jr. says. After Farris Jr. finished up his morning routes, he headed to a family dollar store and purchased two pairs of pajamas for Levi. Then he headed over to Levi's school to make things right. I said, uh, you were hurting this morning. You were crying, so I got you these pajamas, Farris Jr. recalls. He was so excited, you should have seen how his face lit up. Farris Jr. adds that Levi hugged the pajamas to his chest. Mr. Larry, as the kids call him, turned Levi's whole day around. I could tell Mr. Larry is nice, and his heart is filled with joy, Levi said in a news release. When he got me the pajamas, I did a happy cry. 
Varis Jr., who previously worked as a correctional officer and a truck driver, said he's found his true calling. I've been uh, driving buses for seven years. It's my passion because I get to build bonds with the children, he says. I, I truly love every minute of it. After Jefferson County Public Schools posted on its Facebook what Ferris Jr. did for Levi, people shared his story with their own stories. Mr. Larry is the absolute best. We are blessed with him as our bus driver for four years. Top-notch human, wrote another person. And another added, Larry is the absolute best, and kiddos know they are in great, caring, capable hands with him. Mr. Larry, the bus driver who saved a little boy's day. Thank you, Rachel, for sharing that story. This proves that a little kindness does go a long way. Let's all pay it forward, everyone. That's our uplifting story for this week. I will be right back. You're listening to a World Gone Mad podcast, Episode 5. I want to thank you very much. I wanted to explain about the giveaway we're doing, starting with this show and through Episode 7. We're going to draw one lucky listener's name and give them a $25 Amazon gift card. I think you could find a goodie or two on Amazon with $25. So how do you enter this giveaway? Very simple. Send us an email to a world gone mad podcast at gmail.com. In the email, write Amazon. Tell us your first name, where you're calling from, how did you find the podcast, and an age range, general. Any comments about the show, good, bad, or otherwise, please leave that also. It's a very easy an email with the information I just told you. Your email helps us improve the show. I'm looking forward to your comments. This is A World Gone Mad. I'm Jeff Allen Wolf. Until next time, stay hopeful. <laughs>